The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Make the most of your life. When you remove the blocks that are holding you back, you can bring inspiration, passion, and purpose to yourself and those around you. This is the Hoffman Connection with your hosts, Raz Ingrassi and Ed McLoon. Our hosts and their guests will give you the tools that you need to improve yourself by bringing you closer to what really matters. Now, here's your host. Hello, I'm Raz Ingrassi, founder of the Hoffman Institute Foundation, and I'm in beautiful Northern California, near San Francisco. And our guests are actually in Metro Kansas City. And uh, we're going to be speaking to them live on the show today. If you've never heard of the Hoffman Institute, we're celebrating 45 years this year as one of the leading personal development programs in the world. And our slogan is that when you're serious about change, we're here for you. And so we have... 16 sites across 11 countries have helped well over 85,000 people worldwide. And our basic program is the Hoffman Process, which is an amazing eight-day retreat of personal development and discovery, well-documented, well-researched, university research, showing the tremendous lasting changes that occur from participating in the Hoffman Process. Now, our co-host, Ed McClune, is not with us this week. He's teaching the Hoffman Process. But our purpose here with the program, the Hoffman Connection, is to bring inspiration, education, and tools to help you connect more deeply to a life you love, to help you live a vibrant and fulfilling life. So we offer the Hoffman Process about every two weeks uh, in the United States, and we're the kind of nonprofit organization that continues to support you for the rest of your life. So we'd like to also invite you to join our free weekly introduction call that's right after the show and just go uh, log on to hoffmaninstitute.org for those call-in details but immediately following the show there's a free one-hour introductory call uh, in which you can ask any question that you have about the Hoffman process and learn more about it. Now today we're going to be speaking with Crystal Jenkins and Michelle Robin. Crystal is a licensed clinical professional counselor She's also a Hoffman Process teacher. She specializes in wellness and behavioral counseling with, you know, an emphasis on things like behavioral stuff, like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, life transitions. Dr. Michelle Robin is the founder of Your Wellness Connection. She's a doctor of chiropractic and an author. She's a community activist and really looks to enhance wellness in people's lives by empowering them to connect to themselves and uh, learn basic wellness practices. So um, here we are. Welcome, Michelle and Crystal. <laughs> Thanks, Raz. It's good to be on the show with you tonight. Thank you, Thank Raz. You. It's really nice to be here and be a part of this. 
Well, we've known each other for so long, and you guys have done just amazing work um, nationwide, worldwide, as well as down in Kansas City. But I know you've got a thriving um, place down there with the Wellness Connection. And, Michelle, you've written a uh, – well, you've got one book out, Wellness on a Shoestring, and now you've got another one coming out, The E-Factor, Engage, Energize, and Enrich, Three Steps to Vibrant Health. We'll talk more about um, both of those books on this program and i want our listeners to know that you can always go uh, to learn more about their work and to connect with them to yourwellnessconnection.com yourwellnessconnection one word.com <clears throat> so i guess i really want to get into it a little bit here by asking you um you know what brought you to this work this work that you do that uh, is about wholeness really and about helping people find their wholeness not just about, uh, you know, treating symptoms, but there's a sense of a whole person, right? A whole person. And when you treat that wholeness, everything comes more alive. Can you talk a little bit about you know, what brought you to do this kind of work? Sure. One of you. I'll take that first and let Crystal. This is Michelle. And, sure. And I think that, um, I, I think for me, it's, it's my destiny. The process was a destiny for me as I look through my life and just feel like everything was led me to the process. And in 1997, actually August of 1997, hard to believe, gosh, is that, what, 15 years ago almost, um, I started crashing. I was 31 years old, had a great practice, um, a great chiropractic practice. I would not have called it a wellness practice at the time, chiropractic and acupuncture practice. And all of a sudden, I started um, sabotaging my life. And I remember calling my minister, Reverend Mary Omwake, and said, gosh, gosh um, what do I do? And she said, well, you have no joy in your life. And I think when you're operating out of those patterns of never good enough, and if I just do more, um, people will finally love me, then I'll be happy. And so it's kind of that old philosophy of do plus have will equal being versus be plus do and you'll have. And so... Um, I, fortunately enough, I had a great minister, and she guided me to the process in August and in October of 1997. I spent my eight days with you guys in Northern California, and all of a sudden it started to me helping me heal my heart, and so that I was able to look at those patterns and vicious cycles that were keeping me from feeling like I was worthy of the life I'd created. Hmm. And that's kind of that's how I got I got to the process. That's great. Yeah, and I can dovetail on that. I mean, it's, um, for me, it was, uh, um, I lived a, a little bit different life. I was, um, pretty flatlined and thought that, you know, life was just so supposed to be a place that, um, you didn't confront anything and, um, if everything was peaceful, then, uh, life was okay. And, um, you know, that only could get me so far. And, uh, about 1998, I decided, you know, um, this flatline life wasn't as happy as I, I thought it was supposed to be. And so I started to question everything that I was doing and, um, and decided, you know, why not? Why not find out if there's something else out there? And, and Michelle was actually the person who said, you know, you, you really, you could do so much more in life. And I was the classic underachiever. Um, and went to the process and it, it changed everything because, I started to really look at life as something to be in rather than to just sit on the sidelines. So I became a participant in life rather than just sitting in the stands watching everybody else play. Um, that, that's <laughs> wonderful. Now, tell me, tell us, tell our listeners about how the two of you teamed up to, um, to create your, 
your wellness, you know, the, really the program that you offer, your wellness connection, and how, what do you do? I guess how I want to say this is, you have a particular way of looking at wellness, and you look at the whole person. So tell us, either one of you, what is the what is the whole person that you're looking at? How do you how do you look at a person and well, know what think, they need? Well, I, I, from some of my teaching, I had a chance to work for a, a doctor, Richard Yenny, and he's in his 80s and he's still practicing, and he helped bring acupuncture to America. And when you look at Chinese medicine and look at that lifestyle, it's about looking at the body from a mechanical, energetical, psychological, spiritual perspective. And so um, when I was in chiropractic college, you know, 20-plus years ago, I was really indoctrined with that belief that it's not just one thing. And so um, just through the years on my own path, um, I, I know that in order to help somebody live a more well life, you can't just look at the chiropractic aspect because I can adjust you all I want, but if I don't talk to you about the thoughts you're having um, and talk to you about the food you're putting in your body to fuel your body, you're not going to stay well or stay on that journey at a better path. So, right. So with that, and then I got a chance when uh, I met Crystal, and um, she decided to go into private practice. I was able to fold that into the wellness section where we offer chiropractic and nutrition and acupuncture and massage and yoga and you know, some other modalities as well, but looking at it from a whole person perspective. Well, I was just going to say, Crystal, before you talk, I was just going to say yeah. that from brain-based research, you know, we know that physical body states are the basis of our capability for experiencing emotions. Mm-hmm. And then we also know that the emotions can get triggered easily and bring in, you know, trigger the whole body, the body state, whatever that is. So they do go together. And I know that, Crystal, your your entry point is more on the therapeutic, the traditional uh, clinical, psychological uh, end of things and moving toward the whole, wholeness, whereas Michelle's is on the body moving toward the the psychological, if you will. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that how you see it too? Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, we feel here that there are lots of entry points. I mean, you know, mm. people come through our doors with whatever they perceive is um, you know, what's where they need to start. And right. we know that at the matter of it is the heart. And um, somehow we've got to get to the heart of the matter. Um, you know, we all know the research on the emotional brain. And, you know, our emotional brain makes our – it's the decision-making brain. So it only knows um, emotions and it only knows visual things. And so – um, so that the the body has the chance to make a different movement, to make it a change, we have to talk to it in the emotional brain language. Mm. So, you know, for us, it's um, it's an inside out, outside in job. But the bottom line is that we got to get to the heart of the matter before anybody is going to make lifetime changes. Wonderful. Now, tell us. Um, so, like, what are some key practices, wellness practices that you could share with our audience? Crystal, since you're newer on the path, why don't you share some of the things? <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw you in the hot spot there. Uh, thank you. Um, you know, newer from the standpoint that, um, you know, I'm, I like things that are simple and um, I like things that are basic and one step at a time and what we have come up with is Things can be simple and basic and one step at a time that can make 
huge changes. I think the number one thing that we tell everybody is um, you got to drink water. You know, you you, you have to uh, get some water into the system. Uh, other simple things is. Um, you know, look at your diet. Look at look at the greens that you're putting and the whole foods that you're putting into your system, rather than processed foods. Mm. Um, well, and, t- and, t- and take time to sleep. Yeah. You know, I think that we get so busy, and whether it's working out. I tell my patients, if you have to choose between sleep and working out, choose sleep. Mm-hmm. If you have to choose between eating good food and working out, choose good food. There's just some foundational things. No amount of working out will take care of poor diet and lack of sleep. And so it's just a reframing and trying to take baby steps. So, so for me, I would say the key things for me is to make sure I have a, have a great breakfast. And if I'm going to have any type of caffeine, um, I want to make sure I'm, I don't put that in on an empty stomach, kind of like having a, a glass of wine on an empty stomach. So right. add the good stuff in. And the bad stuff will start to flop away. So many times we tell people what they need to take out of their diet, and, and I'm a big gluten-free fan. So, uh, But I try to really get people on the path before I say, oh, by the way, can you get rid of some foods out of your diet, unless they're really sick. You know, a perfect example, um, Raz, is I saw a young woman today. I saw her four months ago, um, really around April, April 4th, and she's on four medications, 22 years old, anxiety, depression, not sleeping, and digestive issues. And she had seen some medical doctors, and, and they do a great job, but we really don't discuss nutrition. And so I had to, I had to change her diet. So I detoxed her body and had her get rid of some, some products like gluten and dairy. And, um, it, and the kid's life changed drastically. I had not seen her until today, and that's why it's so fresh in my mind. And she was in tears. She said, my life has changed drastically. I have my life back. I'm no longer depressed. Um, she's lost 18 pounds with really just, just shifting the type of food she put in her body because food will make you sick if you're not paying attention. So that would be a perfect wow. example. That's huge. That's really huge. We're going to be going to a break in just a minute, but um, I'd like to invite our listeners to call in and to speak with Crystal Jenkins and Michelle Robin about your wellness connection, about living holistically, becoming healthy in the easy way, in the happy way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a few minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? 
The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. Hello, this is Raz and Grossi, and we're back with the Wellness Connection, and we're speaking today with Dr. Michelle Robin and Crystal Jenkins from their, their uh, company is called Your Wellness Connection. Before we return to them, I just want to mention to everyone that uh, if you go to the Hoff, go on your, your website, on your uh, computer, I mean, and go to the Hoffman Institute website, just www.hoffmaninstitute.org slash picnic, and there you'll find our wonderful free picnic coming up on August 18th, and we have raffle tickets. You uh, win a, a, a new Volkswagen Beetle, and you can win many more prizes, including round-trip tickets to Europe and uh, hotel stays anywhere in the country. So the best thing in this year is that if you buy your tickets early, you stand a chance not only to win the car but other prizes. Uh, for example, this there's a drawing every week, and if you win up leading up to the 18th of, of August, and if you win one week, uh, that's fine because your, your ticket will still be put back in the pot for the grand prize drawing of the car. So um, go on and look at that, www.hoffinitsuit.org slash picnic, and buy your tickets. Now, getting back to Crystal and Michelle. Um, so before we went to break, you talked about the simple importances of the simple importance of drinking enough water, eating nutritious food, and getting enough sleep. So that seems, I, what I liked about that is that the Entry point seemed pretty, you know, sort of palatable. I can probably do that. Tell us a little bit more about how you then guide people into the next levels. Well, what we do is we get people to start to be aware of their body. And so we'll ask them questions. And on our intake, people, I would say about 40% of patients self-select out once they see our paperwork because we're not a pop-and-go experience. And so when we ask them questions about how are you sleeping at night or do you have diarrhea or do you feel like your bowels are emptying and do you crave sugar or salt, they're kind of wondering, what, what am I getting into? And as a chiropractor, a uh, uh, wellness professional, why do you care? And so I think the big thing is how do we encourage people that they're all individuals? So, Raz, for me, you may have a reaction to chocolate and I may have a reaction to blueberries. And so um, how do you start to listen? So if I'm eating food... If I wake up today and I don't feel so great, I'm asking myself usually three questions. Number one, what did I eat? Number two, who was I around? And number three, um, who am I sleeping with? I always say that kind of being funny. But trying to look at what kind of energy you're getting from people as well as what type of energy you're getting from food. So I think this key word, which we'll hear a lot over the next decade for health, is a bio-individual. 
bio-individual. So bio what works for me may be different than what works for you. I see. Okay. And so you're looking at food intake. You're looking, I suppose, also at exercise. And yeah, you're looking okay. at emotional things. Yeah, looking at how they're moving. Here, here would be a, a great story. Um, one of our Hoffman graduates, who I'm sure will probably listen to this, um, came in to see us, gosh, came in to see me probably um, September, August, August of 2010 and, um, for back pain. And so when I work with somebody with back pain, you can feel the energy, and I felt all the anger. And so as I was dialoguing with her, um, also had a history of um, uh, Crohn's disease. And so immediately, as a wellness professional, I'm thinking Crohn's disease is going to be a gut issue, which will impact be an immune system issue, but what she's putting in her body is a big impact. And then with low back pain, the emotion that goes with low back pain is anger and resentment. And she had kind of that vibe. And so um, as I did her intake and suggested that maybe in a few days we follow up, and, and by the way, she might think about reading... Um, the, the essay that the Hoffman has, which is such a great, I, I call it the negative love syndrome, and I know it has, I think it's a pathway to personal freedom in love. And all of a sudden, she thought, man, this is really a quack. She wants me to read something like this. <laughs> but for whatever reason, she showed up again. And wh- what, what a great story how her life has changed. Not only has she come off the medication, she's not been in the hospital near as much, she's done the process, she's he- starting to heal her relationship with her family, as well as fall in love with how magnificent how magnificent she really is. And that's what we want to get people to do is we want to get them to get to see that this body that's on loan to us is so magnificent. It's the finest machine you will ever buy. Hmm. It's better than any Mac, any Ferrari, um, and it just needs some good TLC. And many times people take better care of their cars than they do their body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Crystal, you work with um, people in the Hoffman process as a mm-hmm. Hoffman teacher, and you're also a, a professional clinical counselor. Mm-hmm. And... You run into this, and, and, and so you can, uh, you know, working from, the, if you will, an emotional perspective and a spiritual perspective with people, uh, where, where do people, um, I mean, so people also present themselves with physical problems mm-hmm. just as they present Michelle with emotional problems. And uh, how do you look at a person then when they come in, let's say, with the, to, use, to see you as either the counselor or as a Hoffman teacher? How do you look at um, the complex or the, the whole person in terms of their emotional makeup and their physical makeup? Yeah, well, you know, and, and coming from um, that whole person perspective is that um, I, you know, I'm, I'm trained as a Hoffman teacher and I've, I've taken that foundation into my practice. So, I'm also looking at what was what was their family system. I'm looking at what what did they learn from mom and dad around the foods that they eat, the medications that they take, their belief in if they have the ability to heal themselves. And so, you know, I'm poking around in all of those areas of, you know, what did they learn? Um and um, and hitting it from the physical standpoint around how they treat their bodies, if they listen to their bodies. So, you know, I take the whole Hoffman um, negative love syndrome and adopting those patterns, and then I just download it right into whatever they bring me um, around their physical symptoms. So looking at the physicality of um, their patterns you know, and how that's showing up. But 
um, you know, it's, it's a slow process. You have to look for uh, what they're willing to deal with in that moment, particularly when they're in pain. Um, well, you know, well, and I'm talking physical pain because a lot of times when we get them here, they're in physical pain. And for them to see the emotional component, you have to blend and you have to be very gentle. Um, but once you open that door and and um, give them the safe place to make the emotional connection, it's magic. And that's when healing really can begin. Wonderful. Uh, can you can you tell us, uh, either or both of you, tell us, like, you know, Michelle alluded to it. Now, you actually named it a little while ago. You said back pain is, is anger and resentment and mm-hmm. that God is something else. And so I started getting the sense that emotional issues tend to locate in the body uh, somewhere, and what are some typical emotional components that go with issues that people also have uh, with, with physical issues? So well, one of the well, first, I'll, I'll start, Michelle, because you, you, you do this so masterfully, um, but one of the things that I see a lot with people is um, people who have um, uh, thyroid conditions, Mm-hmm. Um, usually the, the emotional piece of that is they have no voice. It manifests actually in the same area of the neck of not having a voice, not being able to speak their truth, not mm-hmm. being able, able to confront issues. And, and typically those, that manifests all within the shoulders and the neck. Great. Yeah. And, and Michelle? Or. Raz, I think that, um, as I mentioned earlier, low back pain could be related to fear and anger. So I don't want yeah. people to think that because somebody comes in with pain, I think it's for sure going to be an emotional component. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I'm acknowledging that it's potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I remember um, you know, our, the, the chairperson of our professional advisory council is Dr. Joan Borisenko, mm-hmm. who was the co-founder of the Mind Body Clinic at Harvard. Uh, 30 years ago, and I remember talking with her you know, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, and she said that 90, there, 90% of all, for, let me see how I want to say this, in, not, in 90% of all illnesses, there is a mind-body component. Um, so that's not, I'm not saying that mind, the mind is 90%, I'm saying in 90% there is a component. So there is a 90% potential for there being a, a a mind component in whatever illness we're looking at. Yeah, and, and you know who has it? I, I think it's a good book out of Louise Hay has her book. Um, you know, he, she has a little pocket book that will talk about a symptom. If you mm-hmm. want to kind of see if you're having, let's say, elbow pain, this could be a potential uh, block for you. And it's, it's, a, it's a great book. It's kind of like sinus problems, maybe somebody close to you irritating you. And then she gives you an affirmation of how to start moving that energy through. It's a wonderful little book. So I think that's a great tool that people can use as well. And You know, you think about neck pain, having the weight of the world on your shoulders, um, wrist pain. You know, one of the ways I um, furthered my healing is because of Hoffman um, through uh, Sonia Choquette's sister, Cookie Harvey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was hanging on for life. You know, once you go through the process, your, your journey is just the next step. 
And um, I can tell you after 15 years of having done the process, I feel more and more peace every day and more and more at a a state of gratitude. And I'd say to people, I said, you can give me, you can say, I'll I'll give you your your old, chaotic, stressful life um, back, and I'll give you a million dollars with it. Would you take it? I said, there's not a chance in heck. I'd rather have a fairly simple life with less means not that I think you have to, and have a peaceful state. Because once you get the peace in your heart, you will do anything you have to to keep it. And that's well, what Hoffman's done for me. Yeah, and you certainly can't buy that, that's for sure. Mm-mm. You can't buy, you can't buy peace. There is a lot of research just published recently about sources of happiness, and we're learning that um, you know the threshold, the crossover point is about $75,000 a year of household income. Mm-hmm. And Beyond that, people do not get happier by having more money. It, uh, the acquisition of things just does not make people happier. I'm not saying that people don't want to acquire things, but it just doesn't make them happier. So happier happiness and wellness go together, mm-hmm. and your body and your spirit and your emotions are all of a piece. And we're talking with Michelle Robin and Crystal Jenkins. They'll be back in just a few minutes to tell us more about your wellness connection and living a whole life. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. Hello, this is Raz and Grossi. I'm with Dr. Michelle Robin and Crystal Jenkins, and we're talking about your wellness connection, holistic health. And I wanted to ask, well, whichever one of you wants to speak, but um, 
there are so many autoimmune diseases going on today and things we never heard about 25 years ago. Can you comment on that and uh, how you're seeing these, how you're treating them? Gosh, well, I, I would really love to because I, I think it's just such an important conversation to have. So thank you for asking. As we're looking at this, whether it's um, irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, MS, thyroid conditions, cancer, uh, of course, type 1 diabetes. As we're looking at these conditions that people are coming in for, we have to start to look at what's going on with the, the gut and from it. Um, not only a gut from what type of uh, food are we putting in that's harming the gut, but also what type of emotion. If you think about the, the gut maybe being either the first brain or the second brain where we're processing, processing a lot of emotions. So that's really when it's key when you have an autoimmune condition that you're looking at your body from this whole perspective of looking at what's going on from a movement or mechanical aspect, from an energy perspective, what type of, uh, chi, what's your chi doing or what type of vibration are you around, what's going on from a chemistry perspective of what you're putting in your body from a food or what you're smelling or what you're putting in your hands in every day. Let's say if you're a, a person that um, is a hairdresser and you're putting your hand in chemicals or from a psychological perspective. And, and I, Crystal, I think you could really take this question pretty well with your own experience. Yeah, well, you know, personally, um, I have an autoimmune disorder called Hashimoto's, and, um, you know, it, it is a condition of the thyroid. Um, and so in, in tracing back um, my life, emotionally, one of the most significant emotional um, barriers that I had to work through was not being able to speak my truth, not being able to stand up for myself or confront issues. And, um, you know, there, there was a connection there between the thyroid condition that um, was going on in my body that affected my immune system and not being able to ask for what I wanted in life. And um, when I came to the realization that the two were connected, part of my growth, part of my changes from um, uh, an energy emotional standpoint was to start to lean into speaking my needs around the kinds of foods that I needed to eat. And so, you know, one of my biggest growth issues was, was or growth moments was to actually be in a restaurant and ask the waiter for a gluten-free menu. Now, many of you may not think that's a big deal, but for me it was huge um, because all eyes were on me and I was, I was asking for something that I needed for my better good and my greater good because I chose to be gluten-free. And um, so my path in the last two years has been to continually ask for what I needed, and it has been one of my greatest um, growth moments. And um, I'd have to tell you that my thyroid has gotten tremendously better. I'm on no medication, and I am eating gluten-free, but I'm also being able to to speak up for what I need. And so the, the whole thing worked really nicely together, but I had to take it very small steps at a time. I had to chunk it down. So. When you speak about, um, when we talk about speaking up for what you need, you're not talking mm-hmm. only about the food you need. You're talking about like what you need emotionally, what you need in life, right? Absolutely. You have, a, you, have, you, have, you have a voice in your own life. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about, and I'm looking at every area of my life when I have 
not spoken up for where I wanted to go or what was going on emotionally for me, um, I had to take a, a lean into, I had to take a step of giving voice to, you know, I'm scared. Um, I'm angry. I'm frustrated. Um, so that other people could actually hear that. And the beautiful thing is that what happened with that is that now everybody knew more about me. And they also knew what I needed rather than being kind of invisible. <laughs> so, And wishing um, that they knew what you needed. <laughs> yeah. And, wish, and wanting them to read my mind and getting frustrated because they couldn't. Right. You know, vicious cycle there. <laughs> That's but, fantastic. Um, yeah. That's wonderful. It's a great example. And so tell me, or tell us, what was it that, um, why did you not have a voice in your own life? You know, I was, a, I was a, um, an only child who watched um, my mother and father um, have some really big arguments. And so what I saw was confrontation was hurtful. Uh-huh. Speaking up for yourself or just, just speaking up and, and giving voice to emotion was loud and it was hurtful and people cried and um, people got hurt and I was hurting. So I thought, you know what? I can deal with I can fix this. I just won't say anything. I won't have any needs. I won't need anything. <laughs> I won't say anything. And it will just all be in peace and harmony. And, and life will be good. Didn't um, work out. And it worked for a while until I got in my own relationships in my life. And, um, you know, I had a lot of people looking at me wondering what was going on with me. And I didn't ever say anything. It's amazing, isn't it, how the things that, we're so adaptive and sort of perfect in our family of origins. Uh, when you project them out 20, 25 years into your adult life, they don't, they just sort of don't work as well. They're <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, they set up a whole nother trail of events, you know? Right, so, right, right, right. Well, so, that's great. So that's a good yeah. example of healing that, mm-hmm. that was emotional and led to more physical wholeness as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Michelle, I know you've been talking about Helping people not only with their uh, physical selves, but in, in a way that that makes you know when a person feels better physically, uh, obviously they're going to tend to be better emotionally. But you're you're approaching it like all all together, right? You're you're looking at the whole person. Well, what I do is I look at the whole person and I let I watch I just see how far they let me in, mm-hmm. you know, and I ask enough questions to care, but not too many to pry. Mm-hmm. Because that's also a pattern for people where they just shut down. Because who, you know, why should you want to know that about me? Right. So I think I think what happens is we just have to we have to start to drop the facade that you and I are any are any different than anybody else. We, I believe we all have four letters on our forehead. MMFI make me feel important. <laughs> and how I can feel and how you can feel important is that I actually take time to listen to you. When I'm not, and I'm going to tell you, I struggle with this every day being present. I've got a little bit of ADD. You know, I've got a new book coming out. I've got a curriculum. I've got a practice. I have a full-time practice, and then I also run the place. So I'm wearing a few hats, and so I really have to work on it. And one of the things I tell myself is, Michelle, PTC, present time consciousness. 
But if I can connect with you at a level that's from a soul-to-soul level, as our friend Sonia Choquette would say, and how could I connect with you at that level so that I could care enough about you that you will see you're valuable enough to take the time to care about yourself? And the other side is, is, is just not to, not to, I don't want to make people feel guilty or feel shameful because they, you know, not that I have that power, but I think that some people have, get trapped in the shame cycle. And so how do I help them not beat themselves up any more than they already are? Right. So you don't want to add anything. You're trying to find a, a good entry point with someone, gain their trust, their respect, mm-hmm. feel that emotional soul-to-soul mm-hmm. connection, and then encourage them to, to uh, take some... I don't know if I want to say baby steps, but some little steps toward wellness and wholeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think a great way to say it is, is look at the gap. I don't know about you, but there's where I want to be in my life, and then there's where I am. And I have to tell you, because of the Hoffman process and many other things, the gap is getting smaller. But I still have a gap. It's still mm-hmm. a good 6 to 12 inches. But how, uh, from a, if I'm just looking at my hands, that's what I'm thinking. It doesn't mean <laughs> that I only have 6 inches to go. But from that perspective, I make, the gap is getting smaller. Um, you know, I'm choosing to say no to people. One of the things we talked about is, is what are, what's one thing you can do right this moment is look at your calendar and say, what am I saying yes to that I really don't love? And then you have to ask the next question. Is it something I really need to do uh, to be on this path I'm on, like to cook, to eat dinner and have food on the table? Sometimes people don't like their jobs. And I loved in Barbara DeAngelo's book, she said, sometimes your job pays for your passion, not very many people. I know. I realize I'm super lucky. I have a job that I'm extremely passionate about, and I love to be here to help people. At the same time, I cannot sacrifice my own well-being for it. That's great. And what what do each of you personally do to stay centered and well, <laughs> so that you can help other people? Well, so that you can be centered and well, not just so you can help other people. What do you do? I play a lot, and and. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I am committed to making sure that I play. And, and, and maybe that's with my dogs. Maybe that is with my friends. Um, but, and I'm in nature. I'm outside and in nature as much as possible. And that is a not, I will not negotiate that. That is a, is I, that every day? Every, every day? day. Every day, find some time for that. Yep, every day. Okay, and Michelle? You know, um, a couple things. One, one is I really look at the food I'm taking in, and, I, and my, I, we have a wonderful nutritionist who's also done the process. You know, a lot of my team have done the process, so we can have those honest dialogues in our office, which is phenomenal. But um, what I've been learning from her is just really taking the time to even prepare food for myself. You know, the other day, uh, actually Sunday night, I had been traveling, and I just felt like my body needed to kind of have a little bit of a detox, and so I... I juiced at eight o'clock at night. I'm juicing enough food for the, enough uh, juice for the next day. I've never taken that time for myself, and so for me, it's just I'm taking the next best step in making time to fuel my body. Uh, the other thing I do, which is new for me this last year, is on Sundays, especially if I'm in town, I have a couple hour window that I allow to go grocery shopping. And mind you, a year ago, I was paying somebody to do that for me, paying somebody to cook for me, somebody to go grocery shopping for me, but it was never quite what I wanted. And so now I take time on Sunday and I look at my week and go, okay, I'm going to be I'm having a radio show with Rad during dinner time. So what, what can I do to prepare so that I'm still fueling my body and not wanting to grab food that's not healthy for my body? Wonderful. So planning. I, I think planning and valuing. Um, we, plan our, we plan vacations. We plan our careers. 
We plan our wedding, but we don't plan how we're going to stay well. You need a plan. Well, and here's the other thing, too. We are the main decision makers in our life. We talk about this a lot, you know, that who's the main decision maker in your life? You are. Um, so, you know, what, what? So happiness what, is a choice. Yeah. And, and wellness is a choice. And it's Absolutely. a series of small choices that we make all the time. We're going to be going uh, off air for a minute or two, and we'll be back in just a few minutes with Crystal Jenkins and Michelle Robin. Before we go, I just want to encourage you to contact the Hoffman Institute. Learn more about the Hoffman process. There is a free introductory program. goes for an hour. You just call in. To learn more about that, just go to the hoffmaninstitute.org, hoffmaninstitute.org, for those call-in details. And that call-in will be starting uh, about to learn more about the Hoffman process in just 15 minutes at 5 o'clock Pacific time and adjust accordingly to wherever you are. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. And we're back with Crystal Jenkins and Dr. Michelle Robin. They're speaking to us from greater Kansas City area. They run a program down there called the Wellness Connection. You can contact them just by, um, on your on your computer, just by going to yourwellnessconnection.com, yourwellnessconnection.com, and you'll learn more about their work. In the Hoffman process, we speak about something we call the quadrinity, which is four dimensions of self that are occurring simultaneously and interactively, physical body, emotions, 
the intellect, and the spirit. And we say that taken all together, that's the whole whole person. And it's not four parts. It's four dimensions that are occurring simultaneously. Now, how do you... That's a great concept. And in the, in the Hoffman process, you, you, you really learn to sort of access these four... Mm-hmm. I'll call them four intelligences. So we, we're all familiar with our intellectual intelligence, but there's also emotional intelligence, spiritual intelligence, and the intelligence of our body. How do you, what are some of the ways that you speak to people about managing their lives from a whole perspective? Well, one of the analogies I love to use is to think about your um, body like a business. In a business, you have uh-huh. uh, operations and marketing and finance and leadership. And the same thing with your body. And they all, they all inter, um, gosh, they, they all interact together in a business. You cannot have uh, good marketing without good leadership, and you cannot have good uh, leadership without good marketing and good operations and good fundraising and financials. And so when I'm working with a patient, I encourage them to look at each area, the mechanical health, kind of like operations, and every day you're putting debits and credits in. So, for instance, some of my credits today I put in, I, I got up and I worked out this morning. I slept great last night. I didn't sleep on my stomach. I've had plenty of water today. I've um, had clean food. I've had positive thoughts. I took time to do my affirmation. Those are some things that I have done good today. There's been some things maybe um, getting into a vicious cycle over a situation will be maybe a little bit more negative. So at the end of the day, what I love to do is I love to look at my body from this whole perspective and kind of go, Michelle, did you add more good in than you took away? bad. We're all going to do bad stuff every day. I'm going to tell you, Raz, you're going to see me and I'm going to have um, a, a chocolate martini or a piece of chocolate cake or some french fries. I promise you, you will see me doing those things. I'm just not going to do them very often. So you have chocolate martinis? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, actually, yeah. I, 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 I like a little bit of cocktail once in a while. Thank goodness it's not very often, but yeah. And let me tell you, when she does, everybody at the table is looking at her like, "Oh my gosh, we can have one too." <laughs> yeah, it's fun to. It's I, one thing that I, when I, I go to Mexico every year with a bunch of businesswomen. There's about sixty-five of us, so it's a great time. But I typically will walk in and, and maybe get something that they don't expect me to get—a cocktail and maybe get some some uh, guacamole and some chips or something. Just so people will start to relax. There's like, "Oh gosh, Michelle's here. The wellness police is on site." And um, I, I don't. I just want people to realize: just listen to your body and think about how can I do the right thing eighty percent of the time. Yeah, do the right thing eighty percent of the time and twenty percent of the time. Uh, the right, the right thing is also fun and healthy and makes you feel great. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It's not like you know you're you're, you're the, what do you call it, the wellness police here? You want to want to have some flexibility, but you yeah. can have that flexibility if you pay attention to the eighty percent, and mm-hmm. if you live the 80% like it's the 20%, you start to lose the 80%. So, Yeah, what's really great about it, here, here's what I love, and, and you know, I've got 30 years in this, and I don't think I have it figured out yet, but I'm getting more and more excited about the potentiality. But what I love is, is and, and I talk about this a lot in my new book, The E-Factor, Engage, Energize, Enrich, Three Steps to Wellness, three, excuse me, Three Steps to Vibrant Health. And what I've realized is the more engaged I get in the journey, and that means that I've got a I've got a vision for my health. I'm kind of looking at it from a whole perspective. I have a tribe of people. It could be my Hoffman tribe. It could be my workout tribe. It could be my business tribe. But I've got a tribe of people that I really love and I feel good about being around. And so I want to be on the journey with them. 
And as I get more engaged in the process of me being the best version of me, then I get more energized. And when I get more energized, I get, I get more where I'm more enriching my community. And so what I found, I found in my journey is that by me walking the best talk for Michelle, my friends will start to order better foods. They will start to exercise. They will start to consider getting acupuncture, chiropractic, or they'll go to the Hoffman process. And in doing that, the, the, one of the big things I hear, the top number um, three, top three complaints, complaints I hear, pain, fatigue, and then anxiety. Those are my top, top three complaints across the board. I have patients from, five, from, you know, from babies to 90-year-olds. And across the board, that's what I'm hearing. And so I promise, I just know, I promise people that if you'll start to get more engaged, you will be energized, and then you'll be, feel more enriched. Your community will get healthier. Your family will get healthier. Your neighbors will get healthier. Mm-hmm. One of the things you're talking about here is uh, a component we haven't touched much on, which is community mm-hmm. and having a, uh, a tribe, as you called it, but a group of, a group of people who are on a journey like you and with you and uh, with whom you can share the real, the real life that you live and the things that are important to you. How important is that, uh, having a, a healing community, if you will, uh, an intimate community, someone you can really share your heart with or some people, not just one person but a group? How does that figure into your wholeness? You know, and, and Michelle, you can chime in, but I, we talk about it from the standpoint that it is essential. Um, we are not here on this earth as, as, as independent islands. We have to be in connection with other people um, for that two-way support system of um, witnessing someone else's journey and being witnessed so that we're in community and we're in connection with people who can be our believing eyes and, and hold um, space and hold the belief for things sometimes that we can't see for ourselves. Um, it is the number, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's number one, but it's pretty close to the top of what's essential for success um, and, and managing your well-being or, and, and being in wellness. Um, and, and we also think that people have different tribes for different things. Um, you know, you've got your wellness tribe, people that, that know your wellness journey. And, you know, you may have your tribe for um, fun and, and play. Um, but find the tribe that supports you, that is, is going to be there and can listen and, um, you know, just be your believing eyes. Wonderful. You know, I think Crystal explains that really well. You know, I, I can, like I said, Rise, I've been on this 30 years, and I still don't have it figured out. And for me to work <laughs> out, about six years ago, one of my coaches said, hey, Michelle, you know, I want you to know you're um, a fraud, basically. And that was one thing I didn't want to be because it was one of my patterns. Who do you think you are? And, um, and I was like, wow, she's right. I'm 15 pounds overweight. I'm, I'm working 14, 15 hours a day, and I'm really not walking the talk. Right. And so I had to change my hours, and I started working out more. And I, and I, I want to tell you, this whole time, I have a full, pretty much a full gym in my house. Okay? Wow. I have wow. a full gym in my house. I have a treadmill, I have a bike, I have a rowing machine, I have the weights, everything. But yet so I wasn't still, doing it. Even when you know everything, you still got to live it. There's no, there's, uh, there's no excuse for, for doing it, for living it. There, there's, there's none. We're going to complete right now, but I want to just tell our listeners to tune in next week. We're going to be talking with Stephen Josephs, a business consultant, but Stephen Josephs 
is a also a Tai Chi master and a great musician, and he's got a new book, Dragons at Play. Dragons, I think it's called Dragons at the Office. Anyway, we'll get the right title from him. But he talks about uh, dragons in the Chinese medicine medical sense uh, being at the office and how you slay those dragons in your life. Okay, we'll see you next week on the Hoffman Connection. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Raz. Thanks, Raz. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you again for being a part of the Hoffman Connection. Please join your hosts, Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoon, again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, make it an outstanding week. We'll be right back.